I'm Colin from Louisville. Hey, I'm Laurel from London, UK. I'm Patrick from Chicago. The Sound of Young America is produced independently and supported by listeners like you and me. You should support the show like I did. Just visit MaximumFun.org slash donate. It's The Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. Nas is the blogger behind CocaineBlunts.com, one of the world's most popular hip-hop blogs. He joins us now from his home in New Jersey to talk a little bit about new hip-hop records out there on the radio and on the internet. Uh, Nas, welcome to The Sound of Young America. I should say welcome back to The Sound of Young America. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jesse. So let's talk about new hip-hop records. Um, the first pick that you sent us was Tyler, the Creator's Yonkers. This is a video that has been going all over the Internet. In fact, when I looked at it this morning, it had more than uh, 1.2 million views, and that's after being out for, I don't know, r- r- roughly two weeks as we record this. Um, tell me a little bit about Tyler, the Creator, and, and what's so exciting about this song. Well, Tyler is a 19-year-old from Los Angeles. He's a member of a larger collective that's known as Odd Future Wolfgang Killed Them All. They kind of have a very risque bent to their music where they'll rap about explicit violence and all that, but that's not the most interesting thing about them. Actually, the interesting part about them is really their ability to translate teenage frustration and you know all the struggles that go with it onto tape and to do so while rapping really well Jesus called he said he's sick of the dances I told him to quit and it says in the hotline fourth pick up shrink sheesh I already got mine and he's not making up work and I think I'm wasting my damn time I'm clocking three past six and going postal this the revenge of the dicks that's nine I think nine this ain't no V-Tech it's Columbine but after bowling I went home for some damn adventure time they're kind of gleeful considering how dark they are I think a lot of it is just them trying to translate the jokes that they would make with their friends into the jokes that they make on records. I don't think they're even really trying to be shocking or offend anybody. It's just part of the vocabulary of their generation. Let me ask you one more thing about uh, Odd Future. These guys are teenagers, and their sound is so distinct. I mean, there are certainly influences but it it seems like part of the excitement around this group of teenage guys from Los Angeles is that they've they've really found a, a very specific and personal voice, which you don't necessarily hear a lot 25 years into the hip-hop thing. Right. And they kind of came out fully formed as well. I mean, they were making these albums basically themselves self-produced records that they were just putting out through their website whether or not anybody was listening to them and Mm -hmm. their aesthetic sensibility is incredibly refined like a lot of artists spend their entire careers trying to develop a sound and a voice as specific as they've been able to do in a matter of you know 18 months rick ross is a really interesting case study in hip-hop careers Um, when he emerged on the scene i guess gosh five or six years ago now something like that um he it looked like he was going to be essentially a, a major label um knockoff of a current trend which at the time was rapping about selling cocaine and his big hook was instead of rapping about being a cocaine dealer he was going to rap about being a cocaine trafficker and 
uh, I don't think a lot of folks expected when he first emerged that he would become the commercial force that he's become and uh, to some extent the artistic force that he's become. And he's also interesting in that he's one of the first rappers to have his uh, mythology, you know, deflated um, and survive that career-wise. He was revealed to have been a correctional officer, which isn't uh, what a lot of the cocaine traffickers are looking for in terms of credibility. Um, but his career seems to be every bit as um, every bit as vibrant now as it was uh, before that happened. This song that you picked uh, has uh, Meek Mill, who's uh, signed to his label and is a young sort of next generation rapper. It's called Perfectionist. Tell me a little bit about why you picked it. Like you said, the interesting thing about Ross is everyone pretty much assumed him to be done once that news broke, but he just kind of went back at it and focused on his craft and got really good at rapping. Um, and then Meek Mills is a rapper from Philly that he just brought in who also is very good at rapping, and this is just them rapping. You know, it's it's them trading bars in an old-school fashion over a very chill beat that The Alchemist produced, and they're just comfortable. I think Ross really excels when he's playing a foil and is not necessarily the center of the track and has somebody to bounce his rhymes off of. Never keep them bricks where you stay. All my women photogenic, they never depreciate. Pop up in your city, it's strictly about the cake. Quarters to halves on my road to the riches. All real, you can just play in different positions. Ross gonna be the quarterback. I'ma run his quarterback. Fast trying to intercept it, in like a cornerback. Make a pay a couple birds to get his daughter back. Get the dirty money, clean it all up at the laundromat. I'm allergic to it's really fascinating to me that Rick Ross is making this record with The Alchemist, a producer who is known for traditionalism. I mean, he makes he makes beats that sound like they could just have, just as well have been on, you know, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt in 1994 or whenever that came out as they could uh, on the radio today. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of Ross's lane. There's a certain nostalgic nature to the beats he's been rapping over the past few years and I think that's part of the reason he's been able to have people take him more seriously as an artist there's definitely like some of that sloppy stones throw style production going on with this record the next track that you chose is from an artist who you have championed on cocaine blunts this guy called Lil B um, he's from Berkeley, California, right across the bay from my hometown of San Francisco, was in uh, a group called uh, The Pack, uh, who had a regional and to some extent national hit uh, a few years ago with a song called Vans. But he has really spun out into left field over the past couple of years, creating a, a, an essentially an internet cult of personality around himself. Maybe you can explain just for people who don't know what the what Lil B's deal is, what he's doing. Well, yeah, I don't even know if we're going to have time to get into the whole of B's personality, <laughs> but um in short, he's a hip hop absurdist. You know, he says very extreme things in very bizarre ways like one of his major bragging points in recent years is that women love him because he looks like a, a random celebrity of his choice. Like sometimes it's Jesus. Sometimes it's Frazier or Hannah Montana. Um, 
he, he's created a dance craze, the cooking dance, which is effectively pantomimed chef moves. And he has inspired kids to respond to this by bringing spatulas to the show and dressing <laughs> up like chefs. I mean, it's really just full grade absurdism. And he's not the first person to, in hip hop to engage in that, but he really is the first person to find an audience within hip hop. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of his predecessors like cool Keith kind of, as they got weirder, they had to move away from the core hip hop audience to, you know, indie fans and college radio and things like that. But B is a very popular and significant rapper right now amongst, you know, teenagers and he's a complete weirdo and it's incredible. Red flame. Alone again some nights I fight the night time by myself. This song that you picked, Don't Miss the Gems, is I think r- reflective of the fact that as ridiculous as his songs are they always feel very, um, very personal and often very emotional, even when he's just yelling Ellen DeGeneres as the chorus of a song. Right. And I think he also has a desire to come back down to earth sometimes and do songs like Don't Miss the Gems, which is not that far out there. It's a traditional, you know, New York inspired rap where he's just rapping about his life and doing it in a really introspective and personal manner and for all his weirdness he aspires to be the serious rapper let's hear Lil B and don't miss the gems seen it in his eyes his soul was tormented by the demons made mistakes he can't get over I pray to the spirit it's watching over my life and my boundaries look be around the world, you know we ban I want it. Slaughter all opponents, no karma. Staying high with no drama. I'm similar to farmers. Working every day with dreams of a sauna. You believe up in the people. Some lead you to direct evil. Others lead you to the see through disguise as a person, but deeper means the verses. It's all starts if the writing is cursive, red flame. Let's talk about Danny Brown and his song Lincoln Continental. I'm the president, I'm the mayor. This is my first letter, I tell her where to go. I'm in the brown house, taking a doo doo. I smoke the ooh wee, that Pepe Lab pew. I'm going Danny Brown has this great sound that's sort of like, um, it sort of reminds you of certain West Coast rappers from the late 1980s and early 1990s who had these um, arresting, sort of wheezy, braying voices, These who weren't afraid to be a little bit nasal and a little bit high-pitched uh, to catch your attention. Tell me a little bit about what Danny Brown is all about. Well, Danny's a rapper from Detroit, and he came up at the same axis of as uh, you know, Slum Village and Jay Dilla and that whole scene. He's kind of being touted as the next big thing out of that circle. He, however, has a very bizarre sense of humor. A lot of times in interviews, he talks about how his rap style is derived from talking to crackheads. He also has a... Uh, tendency to just be a full-scale rap nerd i mean he is a student of the genre and he just pours that all into his music and he does a really good job of it
Nas, thank you so much for taking us on a whirlwind tour through uh, the current world of uh, hip-hop. It's much appreciated. Yeah, thanks for having me. You can find Nas online at cocaineblunts.com, or if you're on Tumblr, you can check out his Tumblog, Tumblin Herb. Production of The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com. If you're interested in joining us at MaximumFun.org as an intern, you can find information on how to apply at MaximumFun.org slash internships. We're currently accepting applications for interns for the summer term. If you want more information on how you can become an intern at MaximumFun.org, just visit MaximumFun.org slash internships.